0: SAFM Sports Rap.
1: Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. Coming to you once again from Cape Town, I'm Brad Brown. It's good to be with you and thanks to the MoneyWeb team as well. Busy show lined up for you tonight. Let's start with news making headlines. Uh, Big Night for Morocco the Swallows. Their t- uh, campaign to stay in the absolute premiership next season begins this evening. Dubai Birds up against the Black Leopards. That kicks off in an hour from now, 7.30, the first of their playoff relegation matches. SuperSport United have offered veteran defender Tabo September a one-year extension on his current contract, and Pumalanga Black Aces have formalized the appointment of former head coach Clive Barker as director of football and coaching at the club. In the Kasafa Cup this evening, match underway currently Madagascar up against Tanzania. Madagascar leading that one by two goals to nil still to come. Lesotho up against Swaziland. In England tonight, Sunderland visit Arsenal needing just one point to stay afloat in the Premiership, and uh, Arsenal on the other hand, conceal third place with a win tonight, and that uh, is means a UEFA Champions League group stage spot uh, for the Gunners. In athletics news Wendon recorded a personal best and world leading time of 54 sec- uh, 54.37 seconds to win the 400 metre hurdles at the IAAF World Challenge in Beijing. In rugby news, uh, Tendai Mtawarira is the only change to the Sharks starting 15 for their clash against the Reds this weekend. He comes in in place of Dale Chadwick. The Cheaters have made three changes. Skipper Francois Ace returns with Stephen Sykes dropping to the bench on the wings Cornell Hendricks and Raymond ruler back in place of Sergio Peterson and Raynaud Benjamin. Meanwhile, uh, returning Springbok 7-star, Kwaka Smith's not likely to be, play any part in the Lions' campaign for the rest of the Super Rugby season. In the IBL today, the Royal Challengers Bangalore up against the Rajasthan Royals in the Eliminator match that's taking place right now and uh, we'll have a score for that in just a moment. There we go. Uh, Royal Challengers is 180 for the loss of 4 in their 20 overs. The Royals 14-1 for one in reply. And finally in Formula One news, two-time world champion Lewis Hamilton signed a new three-year contract with Mercedes. That'll see him stay with the manufacturer until the end of 2018. Coming up next, we chat to Spa Proteus coach Benny Simon. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is SAFM Sports Wrap, and the South African national netball team, the Smart Proteas, returned back from securing second place in the European netball championships in Northern Ireland. They arrived uh, today in South Africa, and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Coach onto the program tonight, Benny Simon. Benny, welcome uh, onto SAFM Sports Wrap. Nice to chat again, and welcome home.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Benny, you must be must be pretty tough. It was your first tour away with uh, with the team after taking over from Elise Cortzen. Uh, tough tough opposition. You lost only one game on the tour, and that was to England. But you picked up wins against uh, Trinidad and Tobago, Scotland, Northern Ireland, as well as Wales. So all in all, a uh, pretty successful tour. Yes, well, I feel
2: myself it was it was a very good and a successful tournament.
1: Benny, as far as the, the level of competition, England, we all know, are a, a very, very strong nation. We had a, a pretty decent test series against them here in South Africa not too long ago. Trinidad and Tobago pretty good as well. And that, that's been billed as the, the match of the tournament, that uh, final match between South Africa and uh, TNT. Tell us, just, I mean, the, the girls trailed a bit there, but uh, they showed some resolve and, and came back and, and won it. Oh Well, that was a
2: remarkable. They absolutely fight. You no, know, for three, three quarters they were, uh, uh, behind. And with absolutely a will and character, they came through and, and beaten, uh, Trinidad and Tobago. fans were solid. They played so well. And, uh, yes, I was very proud of them after that match. They call it also the, the, the match of the tournament. So, yeah, and, and we, we had a lot of, uh, positive comments from, from the locals there.
1: Benny, as far as having the the team coming off a, a pretty competitive base, so the, the girls playing in the, the Brutal Fruit Netball Cup ahead of this, yes, they haven't been playing together, most of them have been playing against each other, but uh, coming off a, a base like that where they've played a sort of consistent competitive netball, do you think that made a big difference going into this tournament? Yes, of course, but
2: unfortunately, you know, uh, they came from from the Brutal Fruit and they had to to come together as a team, and that is why we actually had a start of a bit of a shaky start. But uh, uh, from the second day, the goals were ready and they, they rolled.
1: 2015 is a big year, and it's going to be a big year for, for South Africa. Netball is, uh, is a small matter of the World Cup that's taking place in Sydney later on this year. Are you satisfied with the way the preparations have been going so far?
2: Yes, very much. But what what I can say is the what what's a worry at the at the moment is uh, there's still a lot of basic basic mistakes, you know, and uh, uh, that need to be given attention to, and uh, we are quite aware of it, and we we know for a fact that much more uh, camps need to be having with with these girls. You no, know, it's it's fine. They play in different com uh, different combinations during the brutal fruit and then all of a sudden, come together uh, from from their different teams. But we are ready.
1: Penny, what's the what's the roadmap look like uh, from here to to Sydney later on this year?
2: Yeah, well, uh, next month in June, we will have this uh, diamond series uh, with most of the African countries uh, competing in Durban. And that is that is also something that we are looking forward to to see some the players again in, in competition against Africa. And from there we will take the road to first to, to New Zealand for a two test uh uh two two matches, a test series against them before we off to the to the World to the World Cup in Sydney.
1: That loss to England in the opening in the tournament, I remember watching that match, and it was against England, it was at Nelson Mandela Bay University, I'm trying to think, it was probably about a year ago where the Smart Pro tiers ended up beating England. it was a fantastic match of netball, looking at the opening in this tournament where we lost, what do you think we need to do to consistently beat a team like England?
2: You see, as, as I already mentioned, it was difficult. First of all, we arrived and we had to play the first match and, uh, uh, uh against Scotland and which, as, as we said now, it, it was a bit shaky, but then we had only three hours to recover before we had the match against England. And there was a quite, uh, a number of unforced errors, bad feeding and sometimes the shop, and that, that was that, uh, I will say that is the reason. But we are confident the players know what's, what's been expected of them, uh, for the next two months. And, uh, yes, I think it's and everybody. There was progress right through this tournament. And, uh, I think, yeah, especially with the last matches we've seen, that was impressive. So we are looking forward to this road. It's not going to be easy, but it's been challenging.
1: Benny, we've seen over, over the last year or so as well a couple of players heading north to go and, and ply their trade in, in the UK, in particular playing, playing professional netball. A, a tournament like this, do you, do you think it was a, a bit of a showcase to, to possibly show other clubs in, in the UK the, the talent that we have here in South Africa? Is there any talk that uh, any of our other South African players might be signed? Because at the end of the day, the more, the more competitive netball they can play, the more often the better it's going to be for South African netball. Oh yes, for
2: sure. And uh, I'm confident that they might uh, call on some other girls uh, from our team as well. But they, they haven't said anything, but I know they will. Brilliant. And that is actually what we need. You know, uh, players have to, to, to play competitive, continuous competitive netball.
1: Yeah, it's all about playing at a high level consistently. Benny Simon, coach of the Spa Proteus, thank you very much for your time this evening. I know it's been a, a, a hectic day with you having arrived back home, but thank you for sharing a bit of your time. And, uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy your first night back on South African soil and sleeping in your own bed. I'm sure you're looking forward to that.
2: Oh, of course. No, thank you very <laughs> much. It was a pleasure talking
3: to you. Imagine life without plastics. Where are Abacus, is a computer. a crowing Rooster, your alarm clock. Without a snooze button. Life without plastics is life without convenience. Right now you're probably touching it, seeing it, hearing it. Plastics, reliable, recyclable, and safe for your health and the environment. Visit plasticsinfo.co.za. This message is brought to you by Plastics SA. Uh, hello sis. Hi. Uh, where can I renew my? You can renew it. Up down the hill. Uh. Here, like right now, at this very full. All I need is your ID. Oh,
4: great. Here we go.
1: And
3: it's done. The new, new t- oh, there you. How dare you! Oh, jeez. Couldn't be easier. Have a nice day. Your entertainment begins in store when you pay your TV license at over 10,000 outlets nationwide. Or visit tvnic.co.za for more information. TV licenses. They're yours. Make a difference.
1: Don't forget to tune in to the health update tomorrow at 5 past 11, proudly brought to you by MediClinic, expertise you can trust. S. A. F. M. Sports Wrap. SAFM Sport Trap on South Africa's news and information leader. Well, this past weekend uh, saw the South African under-20 rugby side uh, putting in a great performance in South America, clinching their two-match series against Argentina 2-0. They are back in South Africa, but a very quick turnaround time. They are preparing for the upcoming uh, World Championships. We're joined now by uh, junior springboard coach Darby Tron. Darby, welcome on to SAFM Sport Trap. Nice to, to chat again. Welcome home.
0: Yes, thank you. Nice to be back, and always nice to talk to you, guys.
1: Darby, you you must be pretty chuffed with uh, a 2-0 victory. It is Argentina, but uh, they are traditionally, particularly at the junior levels, a difficult side to play uh, in in Argentina.
0: It's a very difficult to play over there, and I mean, uh, history told us that even in 2012, they were semi finalists in the in the Junior World Cup. And, uh, last year in, in New Zealand, they lost by, I think, one point against England, you know. So they, they, they are forced to be reckoned with on the day. And especially over there in Argentina, it, it can be quite difficult, you know, uh, difficult circumstances with the, uh, with crowds, the, the, the places that they take you to, to, play. And then, uh, you know, sometimes I think it's a different, uh, it, it takes uh, some effort to get used to the interpretation of the law on that side. So, uh, Uh, it was really difficult over the last couple of years. We, we haven't succeeded to come back unbeaten. And, uh, so in 2011, we lost the match. In 2013, we lost against them. And, uh, well, this is the first time that we returned unbeaten.
1: Navier, no, yeah, a great sort of build up and, and always nice to get away on it too I know you are going into camp this weekend before your departure for Italy But uh, a great way to get the the group together ahead of that world championship And, and, and just iron out and, and particularly spend some time with these guys and, and get them working together and and sort of getting that team culture Sort of set up ahead of the world championship
0: yeah, I think we started with this new plan and the new approach With the help of Israel Rugby uh, last year already when we decided not to uh do smaller camps and 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 with big uh intervals in uh in between we uh we came in, uh, in into camp and then it's a build up to towards the tour although the tour is very close to the the um the junior uh, world cup uh the thought behind that was that uh, you could, you want to keep that momentum you know and it is a little bit of a risk for injuries but uh well we thought that if it's a it's a Serious injuries, and it's, it's two weeks earlier. The tour it will keep the guys out anyway. So uh, it's now uh, before we leave for uh, Italy. About ten days since we came back, and about two weeks uh, since we came back before we play our first uh, match, which will be Italy in Italy for the Junior World Cup.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a goodie. Second of June is when that one's taking place. But just looking at the makeup of the squad that is going to uh, to Italy for for this tournament, just uh, looking at I think six six players who were involved in the in the setup in the tournament last year, uh, narrow defeat England by just one point. Those guys must be pretty hungry to turn things around this time round.
0: Yeah, I believe so. You know, I think it was a, it was a great tournament for us uh, in, in New Zealand last year, beating New Zealand twice. Was a difficult match up for us to do the final and then uh, to, to lose to England by uh, by one. You know, it's still it's still fresh in the back of the mind. You know, we we want who we really want to turn the tables, but uh, we got to take it step by step. And uh, there is a couple of guys, like six guys, that is a good foundation for us on this this uh, World Cup. And uh, you know, yeah, I think we can be very positive, but still, it, we got to take it step by step.
1: As far as the, the preparation, you mentioned camp. Uh, I mean, the, the hard work's been done already. It, it's a case of just making sure that they, they sharpen, they they fit, in and, and physically ready to go for, for the challenge ahead of them.
0: Yeah, I believe if we haven't done the work by now, you know, we will we'll never get it in, you know. So, uh, everything has been done, and now the, the guys, we got to manage the guys and, and, and keep them focused, and it's more mental work now, you know. So, uh, uh, I believe that, uh, especially next week, uh, Monday and Tuesday, will be a lot of uh, motivation going uh, on and, and, and mental work.
1: Oh, you talk about managing the guys. I'm just looking at your, your schedule. I mean, at first, the Open is on the 2nd of June against Italy. We then play Samoa on the 6th of June and Australia the 10th of June. So definitely not uh, not an easy group to be in. But that's three matches of oh, pretty tough caliber uh, in the space of eight days. So in just over a week, three matches of, of, of physical rugby. And the Samoans are a physical nation. Australia is not going to be easy. How, how do you manage them from a, uh, from a physical perspective in a tournament like this with such quick turnaround times?
0: Yeah, I I've, 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 I've kept on saying it the last two years, you know, this is the, maybe the most difficult tournament that you can play in. Because uh, I think many years ago, you might have thought that, you know, on a twinning, it's just just uh, school, school kids, but they're not. You know, a lot of these guys go straight into senior rugby when they come back and play senior, cut rugby, and so forth, you know, you get... I mean, uh, last year we had a pack
1: uh,
0: of forwards and the backline that was uh, maybe heavier as some international, uh, uh, senior squads, you know. So it's proper test rugby that the guys are playing and, and, and they, it, it's tough games, you know. So, uh, the thing is your medical, uh, department's got to be very, very sharp. And, uh, I think the experience over the last couple of years proved that, uh, you know, that the, the guys, you can't overtrain them when you go over there the work you've got to do the work in advance and when you're over there you've gotta know when to rest them just touch up on a few things get the mental preparation ready and get the environment as friendly and as comfortable for the guys as possible when they're on in the World cup because it can't get any tougher than to play with a three-day turnaround all these formidable opponents.
1: Yeah, absolutely. David, Taron, thank you so much for joining us this evening on SAFM Wrap Good luck uh, for for that little mini camp before you guys do head to Italy. And best of luck, safe travels. We look forward to chatting to you during the tournament and hopefully when you're back uh, victorious as world champions once again. Thank
0: you very, very much.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you. SAFM Sportswrap. Well, as we head towards the business end of the 2015 Super Rugby season, not long to go now and still lots at stake, particularly in the South African Conference. And it's an absolute pleasure to welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening, coach of uh, the DHL Stormers, Alistair Gutsier. Alistair, welcome on to the show. Nice to, to chat once again. Thanks
5: very much, Brad. Always good to chat to you guys. And thanks for having me on your show.
1: Alistair, it's been a, an interesting season. The Stormers have looked pretty good uh, throughout. So you had a buy this last weekend. A, a, I don't want to say a character-building win the week before against the Brumbies, but always nice to come back from from trailing at half time and it, it shows that uh, the boys are are, are, are putting in 80-minute performances.
5: 100%, Brad. I, I don't think we're really happy with our, our start uh, in the last in the middle part of the competition. And if you can recall the first couple of games, the first five or games, we really were out of the blocks and we had good starts to to matches, you know. But of late, the last three, four games, we actually had to fight back from behind. And uh, and last week was uh, a, a case in point, you know, where we ha- really had to dig deep and, and, and fight back from a 16-3 deficit. But uh, we were very uh, fortunate to turn it around and, and win in the end. Bombies are a very tough team to beat. Uh, in Cape Town, they really were, uh, can almost say negative type of game that they played. We, we met all the mistakes in the first half. They capitalized on it, but, uh, it shows the character and the quality of the leadership in the team to, to come back really and put them under pressure and, 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 and got the points on the board
1: looking at uh, what's left in the season four more games for the stormers uh three of them at home the next three and then your final one you're playing at uh, growth Point Kings park in in Durban up against the sharks let's let's look at this weekend in particular what are you what are you hoping to improve on this coming weekend and, and setting up that platform for a big launch into the playoffs
5: 100%. I think that is where, uh, what we're thinking about is just the, the levels this weekend, you know. You can't go or think too far ahead in this competition, bread and, uh, and, and think players as yet. There's still a lot of rugby to be played. I think what we need to improve, um, uh, this weekend is to make sure that we play 80 minutes plus, you know, and, and get off to a good start and, uh, and like I say, 80 minutes plus, this rebel side is is quite a quality side. Uh, although they've lost to the Reds, that's not uh, a, a, what one is the in consideration. They, they've beaten the Chiefs away from they've beaten the Brumbies away, and they've beaten the Saints at home, you know. So it's, it's, uh, on the day, they can beat any side, and this is uh, the... The crux of this competition is you don't get drought on the day. Any team can, can, and can beat any team. So, uh, we've done our work. I think the, uh, the, uh, the, the thing at the right time. So we've done our homework. Uh, they, they're quite strong at set piece. It's come. So we will be challenged there. Uh, we've got to make sure that we keep our coming performance as it has been, you know, and make sure that we keep the dominance up there. Uh, the lineup, uh, has to improve this weekend against the Rebels. We've got to make sure that we gain a lot of confidence from from that and uh going forward. It's it's absolutely important because most of your tries uh are scored from a solid line platform. Uh, and and also when we get the um uh, the advantage it's jump time and we and award it with penalties, you kick it out, you have to win that line to capitalize on on a great scumming performance as well. So that is one thing that we improve on is our line out work. And you know, we we do create a lot of opportunities and still uh like this or nothing uh, uh, to capitalizing those to, to finish you know so uh, I think uh, it, it's time for us to put a full 80 minute performance together and uh, you know the players are are really looking forward to this one there is good energy this week at training and uh, uh, we're ready for this one
1: Alistair, just looking at the, the, the logs and particularly the South African Conference, the Bulls topping its uh, Stormers close behind, just one point behind, both played the same amount of games. The Lions in with a shout, but they have uh, played one game more. Just looking at the bonus points column, though, if if you look at that, the Bulls with, it, with a big advantage there and, and, and showing just how vast it is to, to, to really keep things tight, even if you are losing, to make sure you do pick up bonus points along the way.
5: Yeah, that unfortunately the, the, the case. But but you know you get also in our case we didn't get a lot of uh, uh, bonus points by losing within seven. I mean we lost four games. Other teams have lost more games than they lost within seven. You know, and then it's hardly a bonus point wins by scoring more than four tries. I think the majority comes in most cases by losing less than seven. Uh, we just have to make sure that we take care of our, our matches and, and, and make sure that we get the win. I think the big thing is about winning your conference. That's how you're going to get a shot in the playoffs. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really important the, the next game. And, uh, it will, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter whether you play at home or you can take it for granted that there will be a win, uh, uh, written down. We've got to go out and work flipping hard for each other and, uh, make sure that we, we, we earn our, our win, you know. So the bonus point situation for me is irrelevant at, at this point in time. Maybe uh, late in the, the competition we can really reassess that, but for me it's uh, making sure that you win every game.
1: As far as the squad goes, I, I know uh, the man with the jet shoes, uh, Cibelo Sanatla, is is back from Sevens duty, and I uh, saw a headline this morning that is, he says he's tied, but he's keen to play. Is, is he going to play a part in, in the, the final four games for you guys?
5: Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm, uh, I had a long chat to Sebella who's done his medicals today. Um, he's, he's actually really looking good. We'll put him through his paces tomorrow and see if it's uh, uh, worth uh, risking him for this weekend, or you know. Uh, but we'll make a decision tomorrow. He's, you know, not even he wants to be part of it, and uh, I'm really uh, grateful for that. At the, he sees it as a great opportunity, uh, you know, to, to perform at Super Rugby level. And uh, we know what he can produce. He was excellent in Curry Cup last year. We also included him included him in a, in a Super Rugby game last year, so we had a taste of it. And we'd like to to make use of the rest of the opportunities for the season.
1: I understand and then? Uh, also, a speculation today that uh, the Stormers are after Peter Steff to toy. Any? Any? Uh, can you confirm or, or deny that?
5: No, let's uh, uh, leave it as a rumor, breath, Especially this time of the season, you know, there's a lot of Things have been uh, branded and, and going around. So uh, Peter Stavitway's, uh you know, he's still contracted with the Sharks. I think uh, as we, this point in time, we're really happy with the lock situation and we've got a couple of young locks. But who knows, but uh, uh, look, uh, my season ends after Super Rugby, so uh, hopefully uh, there'll be more uh, uh, light shed on that matter after uh, towards the end of the season.
1: I was going to say, it's not too much, uh, your issue because you're heading to, to Japan. Are you looking forward to, to the move to the Kobe Steelers?
5: Yeah, look, uh, that's, uh, another chapter starting, uh, but, uh, last to make sure that uh, we finish on a high and then, uh, I can elaborate on my Japanese excursion, uh, later in the, in the year. So, uh, yeah, but this time it's just focused on Super Rugby Bread and, uh, hopefully we can chat again.
1: So you haven't been, have been reading up in that phrase book, Alistair? to Katsia of the storm is. Thank you so much for joining us this evening on SAFM Sports Wrap We look forward to chatting and good luck for the final four games of the season
5: My pleasure and thanks uh, for chatting on your show Cheers Brad, thanks
3: That's him at his best Yeah, Running with a big
1: smile on his face With his hands out that He's just happy He's smiling, he's laughing That's that's what my dad was
3: To mark two years since the passing of journalists broadcaster and patriotic South African, Vuyambuli. A memorial race will be held in Houghton as part of the Vuyambuli Legacy Project. The 5km-10km race, which is also open to walkers, will take place on Sunday 24th May 2015 at 8am, starting at the James and Ethel Grey Park. Proceeds from the race will go towards the Ufosawen Community Dialogues. The dialogues will be held at the community halls in various provinces, targeting those without internet access and will feature medical experts who will educate and engage with community members on pulmonary embolism. These will take place in October in line with World Embolism Day. For more information on the Vuyambuli Memorial Race, please call 011-656-8008 or visit the SAFM website www.safm.co.za. SAFM. South Africa's news and information leaders.
0: The future of South Africa rests firmly on the shoulders of workers. It rests on your shoulders. SAFM, we are proud to be a nation built by the hands of workers. SAFM. Sports Wrap.
1: You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Next story, uh, not one of my favourites, but it was an incredible story, nonetheless. Uh, if you watched English football this weekend, you would have seen that drubbing. Uh, 6-1, the final scoreline between Southampton and Aston Villa, but it was uh, Senegalese international and English premiership uh, danger man Said Upmane, who was the hero of the day. He scored the fastest hat-trick in the English premiership of the season. He needed just 100 uh, 76 seconds to ensure Southampton picked up that 6-1 win over the Villains. Mane's exploits uh, upstage the 21-year-old record that was held by Liverpool FC legend Robbie Fowler. According to reports from the BBC, Mane wreaked havoc against uh, visiting a hapless villa between the 13th and 16th minutes of the first half as the Saints remain in contention for a Europa League spot. African soccer correspondent Prince Jelke has more.
4: A the video you could see from the guy the minute that he had the goal, that he meant business. Uh If you look at the person, the edge as well tells a story, that possibly where he's coming up from, development was of cutting edge. Remember, you're as good as where you're from. So I think his develop- developmental played a crucial role in what he's delivering today.
1: The amazing achievement in the 6-1 drubbing of Aston Villa bettered by 97 seconds the 21-year-old record of Liverpool's Robbie Fowler and has the potential to inspire other African youth hoping to grab a chance to play in England.
4: Uh, you know, after the the regime of the Mwako Khan of this world with the Samuel Eto'o, the Drovers a, a lot of people possibly have this um, connotation to say, are we going to have Another African star that's going to be able to shine under this very demanding Indian Premiership. He has proven that he got it even better. And as an African, you should tell your story that, you know what, this is a message to the rest of the world that we do have the ability, the capability, the agility, and the knowledge African footballer.
1: Ghanaian international Andre Didier scored a fine goal, his 10th of the season and set up another as Olympic de Marseille romped to a formal win at Lille that secured them European qualification and kept the UEFA Champions League hopes alive and yet Marseille on record of letting go of a U at the end of the season. It's
4: only that sometimes you don't you don't get what you wish for. But in my view, I think uh, Aberdele's son, he is now in the league where he deserves to play in Spain with the best of the world. If you get that boy on his good day, he's one of the most skillful, intelligent, and agility player in the world. And I think if he can't get to Spain, I think England would do good for him. It will definitely improve his football going forward.
1: Asked to comment on which African players have stood out through the 2014-2015 season, this is what Chalke had to say.
4: I had, I had an opportunity to follow very closely uh, the gentleman who plays for Manchester City, and I can tell you, Yaya has proven that against all odds, he will feel they're gonna be the best. He have played with the best, he have outshined them, and to me, is one of the most deserving African player of all time this season. He played wonderful. He has scored goals that you ask yourself, where was the keeper? But he could have put at least four keepers. That ball could have still gone in. That's the type of a player he is.
1: SAFM Sports Rap. That's it for SFM Sports Wrap this evening. Last night, I said it was Wednesday. I've been corrected. Tonight is Wednesday. And coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop. I'm Brad Brown. I'll be back again tomorrow on PM Live at 4 o'clock. Looking forward to that. Have yourself a great evening from myself and my producer, Siobhan Chetty. It is 7 o'clock in time for your news.